0: Okay, so the next chapter deals with an unfortunate reality of Chilul Hashem, which is the flip side of the last paragraph, the last chapter, which dealt with Kiddush Hashem. We're on page 101, chapter 4. The antithesis of Kiddush Hashem. So last, last time we had discussed, or two times we had discussed, about the ability... For a person to create a constant Kiddush Hashem, we say Kiddush Hashem does not just mean in front of Goyim, but it includes that as well, but certainly the Iker is in front of Yedin, how a person acts and with integrity, with a level of tiktok. And we mentioned a few Maisa, we mentioned Maisa the Yaakov, he mentioned the Maisa with a similar Maisa. And the ability which a person has on a consistent basis to make Kiddush Hashem is something which is a paramount ability when a person is certainly among the nations, uh, which is a unique, unique opportunity that one has to make a Kiddush Hashem. But the unfortunate reality is, as much as the chance to make a Kiddush Hashem, it is equally as available to make a Chalul Hashem. And we don't often see ourselves, the Chashivas that the world sees us, you know, the Chashivas that we're the ambassadors of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the person dresses a certain way and looks a certain way; he is expected to act a certain way as well. And we don't see that because we unfortunately see ourselves. Yeah, we're just we're from Eden, We're from Eden, Wonderful, but the Welt, hopefully, sees us as the moral compass of the world, and the, the fact that we are men of the of, of God is is a title that we we wear proudly, and unfortunately, we don't always realize that we wear it. The uh, yarmulke certainly helps that. The idea of Yorimalka, which is a yarmulke, is certainly very much about a person realizing it. It's also about, he's defining himself as a Yorimalka. We don't always think of that. The, the yarmulke is not just there for me. It's, 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 a, it's a uniform of a Yorimalka. So when a person wears that uniform, they're proclaiming to the world, I am a person who fears God. That's what the yarmulke pro- proclaims to the world at large. And we don't always realize that we're proclaiming that in a very loud and definitive fashion, and in this chapter, Ravon deals with the unfortunate reality of people who don't realize that, and the what happens or could happen as a result. So he says he finished the previous chapter with the story, the Kiddush story of the Yekkes, the businessman. You know, we often Yekkes might be just you know where the person was from, and. We often not necessarily see that as something which we which we should, we should uh, ascribe to or strive for. But that's really something which is a very worthy title. You know, a person to be of a certain level of diktuk and yashrus and yakishkeit. in terms of Kelm, kelm had certainly much, yeah, much components of that. time. Yes, <laughs> of time, of man. Yeah, There's a famous story in Kelm where a person left to watch type of windowsill. left it there. He came back many years later. The watch is exactly where he left it, collecting dust exactly as not one That's a certain level of, right, of understanding of Malcolm, of Zman, of... You know, I don't know if it's the flip side, but it's, it's another aspect. I mentioned Kelm, to mention Kelm, who is was in from this. It's brought in an Iridesla book. He writes that in Kelm, they used to have the same amount of minutes for Pesukah the de Zimra on Shabbos as during the week. Same amount of time. I don't think it was probably 15 minutes, but it was longer than that, but whatever was on Shabbos, the same during the week. Why? Because the altar held that a person has to have the ability to have it slowly sometimes and quicker sometimes because the person is always in different Saven. So, take the same Pesukah the Zimra and also you can use that amount to, to calm him Anyway, so, so I'm Iron that unfortunately, they show this, the draft of a Sefer to people, you got many, many people who share with the opposite. now the opposite of, of the way their dealings with from people didn't exactly reflect the yakish and yashras of what it should. And yes, everyone acknowledges there are people who do that, and there's the Achidim maybe who certainly rise to that level. But unfortunately, they I don't want to use any gun but there are many people who don't exactly ascribe to that. Now, Baruch Hashem, in the world of Cincinnati, in the world of Judite in general, with is uh, it happens to be, it's, it's a whole different way of approaching life. The, more certainly more awareness, but also the fact that not, the, the hustle of running after the dollar, running after the next ability to, of opportunity, is a whole different world in Cincinnati. It's just different. Yeah, it has some concernness to it which we'll we'll may mention in a moment, but some of the my the miles of it are are incredible the miles of it that and very much it it breeds this feeling is that when a person is always running after and trying to hap trying to do and try always trying to move forward in a very very strong way it, it often can be at the expense of doing things in the most well, yaistic way just the reality and the fact that we live in a society and a community that doesn't necessarily not running and jumping and trying to cap every opportunity, I think that's, there's something very special about that. And it, it leads so often a very, certainly a nefesh, but more than that, it doesn't, doesn't breed this sense of I have to always try to get the best you know, deal and the best, you know, now, the... the the negative side of that, which is hard to say negative, but there is a little bit of, of a negative side to it, is that when there's a certain complacency, also, a person wants to always try, as we've mentioned this, or I've mentioned this many times, to be the best at whatever he's doing. That's 100 to do 100%. And it's a balance. It's a balance of doing things 100%, and trying to accomplish the, the most with my time, with my krechus, with my abilities, at the same time, not trying to go push beyond that, push to, the, to, to a level, which is a takeaway from a surah Sa'adam, or something similar to that. My wife always reminds me, we once, many years ago, we had booked tickets with the travel agents. used to have those things called travel agents, and now, now Mika does it all for us, at <laughs> right, this is point. So, used to have Try, and we booked the tickets with travel agents. And there was there was a mistake that I think was unclear of who made the mistake. I think they made it. It was thought they made the mistake. And the travelers used a line with us. She said, like, I'm not going to lose my sewer sodom over $200. I think it was so bad that it was. And that line stuck with us. And the person, you know, people lose their Tzura Saadam over much less than $200. They, like... And, and the, the nebuch of that, and the the way how it plays out, when there's a society, it's always trying to push forward and trying to So yes, it has to be full, 100%, but when it's pushing the envelope, very often that leads to negative outcomes. And that's, yeah.
1: They said, like I told this story about the, mm-hmm. my first, my counting 101 teacher in Queens College, I said, is it possible to be a Yusher accountant? Because I was like, you know, and Colin's like, you know, accountant. So I told him to pull me to this house. And he said, what do you want to do? Do you want to do private? Do you want to do public? Do you want to do audit? What do you, because he's like, and he started blaming it on the whole society. He's like, you know, if you want to do audit, so you could be Yusher being an auditor. If you want to work in, in uh, private, like within some, a company, you could be yeah, usher sure. if you're going to do public like I do. There's things that I I probably paid more five thousand dollars more in taxes than I probably could have gotten away with. But what clients get me to do, it's very uh, it's very hard. And he blames it on yeshiva tuition and on on rent and all I got to say all these types of things where right. we don't have that over here as much. That same lahat. but right. uh, well on the flip side, yeah, it's the same. Uh. Right, right.
0: It is, yeah, This yeah, is the flip flip side to everything. So he says, regretfully, there are either in this world who do not conduct themselves honestly in business and becomes a Chal just which is the reality. So he quotes a few scenarios and tries to really uh, you know, understand them. It sounds like two actual stories, and then it sounds like a throw which is more of a mashal. So first story refers to was a, says there was a person, he calls him Mr. Cohen. Um He's in a field that requires you know, many service suppliers. So he has a service supplier so who's a non-Jew, who this person is previously only, he was the only one who he was servicing. And then he began servicing additional Jewish slash from people. And this Bob told Mr. Cohen, who was his first first client, that this guy got his bill, and he calls up the this Gaiusha service provider and says, you know, let's make a deal. I'll give you 70 cents on the dollar. He had to know what hit him. Like... It's like, I don't understand. Don't you pay the bill, bills in full? And, you know, the guy wasn't going bankrupt, He just that's the way he did business. And it sounds like this was happening a uh, sort of a pattern. And this Mr. Cohen, who was the first customer, called up the other from you and said, like, what are you doing? It's like goes in like, okay, This is what everyone does. It's like stands like standard in certain industries. So you get a bill and then you start hobbling and like, hey, listen, now we pay you, I'll give you a X amount on the dollar. So you know, it sounds it sounds almost ludicrous, not. but it's not, right? It's not, no. right? It's, if you think of it from a perspective of like, of how things of, of the word where Yasha should fit in, so, it certainly sounds ludicrous, right? It certainly sounds that way. But again, it sounds like this is what they... if you can get away with it and if people, they want to get paid, and this is how you want to get paid, so accept a lower amount and you'll get paid. If you don't have to wait and slap it out and yeah, the ability of people in terms of paying back loans and paying correct. I don't know I don't know why but if a person doesn't value his his word or that he gave people don't have this this, this value of the word right right just used to use the term russia it doesn't yeah just, and that's like, but like you know, even like a silly thing or a bad business Decision, right. it's a bad financial decision, it's Russia. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I lend a lot of money. I, I have a Gemachra, which I end up lending a lot of money out, And even like simple things, the person says, I'm going to pay back in a week. And like, two, three weeks go by. like like I have to like, listen, if you're having a hard time, come back. And like, you know, it's fine, it's no problem. But just the fact that a person gave a word, and like, that all of a sudden became like, that there's nothing harsher about the word that I said. I said, I'm going to pay tomorrow. So if power comes in and a person can't pay, like how do you not come and say like, listen, I'm sorry, I do not work out. Like, but that means it's almost like there's no value of the word when a person says, "I'll take care of it," or you know. It's, so it's almost like okay, when I get around to it, like that. That's that's really the, the, the word of a person means nothing. So then, once that the very slippery slope, the person says, "I'll pay seventy cents on the dollar," and that becomes like something which is acceptable. He there's another example, and he says this non-Jewish handyman who said that refused the jobs anymore from people. He says every time I give them a job and they give them a fair price, and then they nickel and dime to get a few pennies off. It's like, it's almost as, as if it's a sport. That's the flush on this handyman said. And again, like, you know, when a person thinks I'm being, I'm being aggressive, trying to get the best deal, so there's a time and a place for how that's done. You know, when you agree on a price, and then person's supposed to pay for that and then all of a sudden after we start handling and making a deal out of it, it's not okay. Right? You you agree to something and it was right? if it wasn't done properly, so it could can discuss, be discussed. But you know, when it's done is and then just want to f- figure I can push the guy a little bit to do so, that's not exactly in the spirit of, of doing things in the in the ashes that go away. And the third is interesting, he puts this, he puts it together, but just another example of something where people treat and certainly things that lead to HaShem. he says a person <coughs> you know had a, an employee who was, wasn't exactly you know doing things as he should and he gets berated and embarrassed in front of in front of his friends so he says all these things are addressed from a very clear halachic perspective it's not not of humble I mean we'll see this but it's only about, about in the world of Yashrus, in the world of halacha, which is very much based on these things are all addressed. He, he starts with the third example of someone who's embarrassing. Now, a person has the right as, as, an, as an employer to really certainly demand that things are done properly and things are done at harm's length. Those are all acceptable. But Lamaisa, when it's taken to a situation where a person is caused any, any sort of embarrassment to the person, it's certainly Osir, not correct, as I know as Dvarim, which is Isidaraisa. And not exact not not acceptable. He quotes is a long piece on the Pelyat over here. So, i Just quote a few quote a few points in it in the on the ban. says that when a person is with star someone else, he says and doesn't doesn't think and focus on the tsar of his of his haveri, he says, mm-hmm. didn't He says, the person does something improper. So I can be mitzar and I can him down I can embarrass him I can I can say something he says certainly it's not mutter to someone who's inside you he says that's that's the comma and whether or not it's it's the comma he says certainly it's it's which is this so this is you know unfortunately a common scenario where a person feels any sort of bias over someone else and very often they feel that they have, a, have a, a license as a result to say things which are not necessarily in the nicest way, in the most proper way. That becomes something which is acceptable. And in the workplace, it's something which is found. Often people, you know, have, have a loose tongue and, 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 this, and especially, again, when you're dealing with subordinates, someone who's on a lower level in the hierarchy of, of a company, it's very common that people can be treated in, in a lower way, in a lower way. I remember, my, my it's not a sticks out like, as it was yesterday, I used to go with my grandfather's outside. grandfather, Isby. He used to be a, one was, sorry, he was a rabbi in the Bronx, but he also was a rabbi machos of a, for a certain nursing home. So I used to go with him. He was taking a long time before Pesach. To do kashering, and it was he was used to help him out with it. And I remember when he used to walk in, and he knew the name of every cleaning person, and he used to greet them by, by their name, and they even like you know they respect, the you know, respect that he gave them, and then he got back from them. It sticks with me to today, and there's no reason why why people, no matter who they what they're doing, shouldn't be treated with with dignity, with which is befitting people. And unfortunately, this is not something which is common and the lower, quote unquote, ranking someone is in, a, in the corporate world, the more likely they are to be put down and not respected as, as, a person, as a person, as a as a basic human being. And that certainly includes the people cleaning the toilets and, and anywhere and, and imagine having the, <coughs> the caring and the sensitivity to know their name the name of the person who cleans the toilet every every, every week in, in the office, and to thank them and to, to the appreciation. I was just, you know, today in the airport, and this is something which I heard, Sh- I once heard this from, I, think I said this in Shul once, of Shmuel, Shlita. When he goes to airports, like, I think I heard this from Mary Shapiro, he said, like, it turns into, like, airport mode. is the airport mode. Every TSA agent, every person, there's, there's numerous opportunities to say thank you to them, and uh, everyone else gets annoyed at them and like we're wasting my time, like you know. And uh, we try to make a practice, some sometimes we get stopped, which I don't know, this happens often. Today we got stopped, at, uh, I didn't realize we can't have yogurt, um, and yogurt and things. So we so thought it wasn't liquid. Turns out it is liquid. I'm not sure how it's liquid, but things liquid. In any case. So oh, babies to see baby, right? So yeah, so I took it away. So, so at least my wife's like, at least if you want to eat it, it's like no, we can't eat it. You have to go throw it in the garbage. Like no, anyway. So perhaps we to say like thank you for keeping us safe. Like you know like, like I'm not sure how the yoga kept us safe, but I'm saying they feel the yoga keeps it keeps us safe. So so taking taking it away. So like you know just going and and one thing I always try is like I think I think the guy was the, the guy was the worst job probably in the whole maybe, certainly the airport maybe in the, in the, in the the guy who. His whole job is to make sure no one walks back, right? And back into the thing. That, that that guy, I mean, like, Mamish sits there for I don't know how many hours like he doesn't know anything. Pasha sits there because how many people try to walk backwards. I'm saying, oh. so that guy, Mamish, I think, has the worst job. It's Pasha. So I would, I would make a practice of that guy saying thank you to yeah, thank you. Have a good day. It's like walking well, say thank you, have a good day to that person. It's, it's Pasha, it's the the Nabuchan, the guy he hasn't spoken a word to the person in, in I don't know how many hours. There was nothing to do. I think, I, I rather once saw, it was recently, a few weeks ago maybe, I was traveling and someone talked, I walked, and the guy gets so excited, like my was so falling, he's like, yeah, has a tough in this world. If someone tried to work back into the airport, uh, you know, I'm just in the wrong way. But Lamais said that, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, that guy, is like, you know, I'm I once, I asked him recently, I, was, I, was, I asked the TSA agent if they move around, he said every half hour they switch. So, because if not, they just push, will go, I guess, we'll he sleep, but when it gets to keep them more alert. So I talk, I the it's tour because that guy, you know, he's there <laughs> more than half hour posture. the guy's in the, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do, he's still going to make it. But, um, so they, they have a way to Those deal guys, with, with 15 <laughs> Well, the nice you know, in terms of at least, but there's mostly like, you know, treating people with, with posture, with human dignity and basic respect, and, and certainly people know, and that's, Unfortunately, the Kiddush Hashem. It's a very fine line. You know, it's like, is is it every time when they, when they're not when people aren't treated with the respect, basic human dignity, and respect that they deserve. <coughs> there's an opportunity for Kiddush Hashem, and unfortunately, the opposite as well, which is which is relevant and happens. And there's so many places where this can play out, and we can find opportunities to be able to just to treat people in a respectful way, and that's one aspect of this kiddish slash balance, where it's going to really play out in a very, very significant way. And the second is is, is unfortunately more in terms of mominess, right? It says, is, is it right to bargain with a person just because you can? Right? That's not, you know, this is, it's certainly not the the way of approaching things. And yes, the person might even say yes, they might even agree because not, not, not willingly, but he's wants to get his money, so he agrees. And he quotes a, a fascinating Gemara. The Gemara gives a, 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 it a story. He khavi, um, says, They he had these people he hired to carry um, barrels of, of wine, and they broke it. They they, they, they broke the the barrels. So, he took their their cloak as a way of payment for it. They didn't know what to pay. So, also, Amril Rav. So he told give them back their, their cloaks. Amalei, deen, is that the halachah? Why, why can I, I? Why can I keep it? Are they owe me money. In, you go in the sounds like a fun But let's so, end the Gemara. he gave it back to them. we're poor people. We, we could work a whole day, we didn't get anything because we worked and we broke the barrels. Could you?" So Rav told them to go pay them. I'm Pay them for their work. Very fascinating. In both of these cases, it seems like and Rav quoted which spoke about and doing things in they and again, it might be very much based on the circumstance. People were starving or whatever it sounds like they didn't have what to eat. So maybe in that case, it's more specific. But certainly the, the overall idea of the, the level where this word both halacha. These, these, both of these, these points. So there is certainly an idea that if there are times. What even seems to finishures in is really the idea of Yashar doing things in a, in a, very, very, clear, and, and way, which is the way, the way Kosh Beruha wanted us to act. And it may even in this case he lost money as a result. Right? He, mm-hmm. he, his barrels broke, got nothing for it, and actually paid the people for, it, for what they did. Right, the the Sisi Yashra even and kam Kam Sukum along those lines are really a Chazal imploring us to treat things in a way which is not just diktuk but even sometimes beyond and, and what we call the Freemish Adin really sometimes becomes the, the proper and the correct adhaga and the last point he mentions this point of the uh, post-facto bargaining in terms like, like like he mentioned that a person they never price, and then it's like, I it bargain afterwards. It's right, called the famous words of Chazal to deal with the Muna. the Chazal the didn't just include stealing or making false weights. the Chazal to talk about That's the that's certainly not included in that. To be a perfect a person says this is what the value of this product is and he says it's good should be accurate and then also to act in a way which is in a calm way and not again not be pushing beyond what's, what's Appropriate. It's not to get angry and that raising one's voice. Someone acts in this way with a diktuk with a yashras, with a dhurubanachas, benachas. He'll be known as a person who is shame to all prepared for him. People will trust him. So you mentioned, you know, she mentioned in accounting. Shverzatov was an accountant, and he was known in in, in the industry as someone. In Mamish was, was a tremendous a tremendous Ishyasha. The things that, you know, and he really built up a tremendous name for himself in in public accounting. It's you know, but tremendous. It was Mamash known that way, and you know, and he was nifter, and. It was so much so that what he accomplished that that my mother was able to sell the business for Rachem to a big company, but it was it had a had a tremendous value to it because all the clients he had built up and it was brought a tremendous you know helped to afterwards. So it just and anyone who spoke about it, remember the Shiva and the Levi that that, that was what. So there are people even within the industries where it's maybe not necessarily so. <laughs> common to find that, have the ability to stand head and shoulders above above others. And unfortunately many industries have this this challenge where you know, things are certainly could be pushed and beyond what's necessarily a CCS And as the round know, ends off, this is a school, skula. He says people do schools keep the mice away. so, so this is a Schooler, which is found know, in Arach Shochan, a person and and people trust him, and people see him as, a, as an honest person. Right? I think it's something we should strive for: is that we, that we stick out. We stick out. The people look at us and see that we are we are unique and we're different. We stick out among our industry among the people that that that, that work. We stick out, and and and, and it's, we're not just an, another one of the the people that that. That are there, but we have to stick out in a very unique way. And that's really this level of Kiddush Hashem. Maybe it won't be a Hashem if you don't stick out, but the level of Kiddush the, that one can accomplish by sticking out, being noticed, that he is someone who takes things above and beyond. The, the, the meticulousness, the yashrus, the way he acts in the ways. It's seen as something which is unusual. Let, let us be seen as unusual in that way. That that, that'll be the best, the best thing that we could accomplish in a series that was seen as unusual. I don't think they were strange. Unusual. We walk around with the badge of Chodesh Baruch Hu. We should talk, be a reflection of that. This is the, the ability of Kiddush Hashem and the unfortunate reality of Chal HaShem which can be so prevalent and so easy to you know, it's not that, that big of a fine line between Kiddush Hashem and Chal HaShem. We should continue making Kiddush Hashem in everything we do and in every area of what we're involved in. Is habe eine